0: 630 Chad afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at two on
1: 630 Chad.
2: You've been hearing Eileen talk about it that former Supreme Court Justice Louise Arbor has been tapped to lead an independent review of the military's handling of sexual assault, harassment, and other misconduct. The former UN High Commissioner for human rights will not be looking into individual cases instead the defense minister saying that she will make recommendations to him on how the military can do better we've been waiting for some details on uh, the uh, the investigation into what is going on the independent uh, review of what has been happening of the system and today we heard it along with an apology from the defense minister Amanda Conley Uh, is global news national online uh, politics reporter she joins us this afternoon hi amanda thank you for having me oh thanks for being back all right first off let's start with that apology from the defense minister not something that we'd heard up until this point
1: no, this was certainly the first time that we've heard the words, uh, I'm sorry, uh, from Defence Minister Harjit Sajjan. He's taken criticism over this before, uh, over uh, concerns that there there wasn't enough um, of a show of kind of taking responsibility and accountability for what we've heard from so many individuals who've been coming forward to share their stories with global news over the last nearly three months now. As you mentioned there off the top, this is quite a significant new uh, new amount of detail that we're hearing today. It lays out kind of the path forward for how How the government wants the military and uh, Louise Arbour Arbour as well to go forward with this and what what they want her to look at
2: all right let's talk about uh, uh, let's talk about this let's talk about this uh, this external review that the the former Supreme Court Justice will be doing how is it going to work what is it going to be looking at exactly and you know what Amanda how long is this going to take
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, those really are the key questions right now. So uh, there's quite a lot to unpack here. So I'm going to try and kind of keep okay. keep the <laughs> the key points here. Uh, what we what we know so far is that this this is looking at a time frame of roughly. Uh, A final report coming in about a year, potentially 15 months from now if there are delays. The focus of this review really is uh, twofold in a way. One of those, of course, is looking really at the issue of sexual misconduct, on how this is being handled, on the need for an independent reporting system for survivors and victims to come forward, Uh, looking at the military justice system as well. The other part of this goes broader, and this is kind of where where it differentiates from the 2015 report that we had seen previously into this, uh, Louise Arbour is also being tasked to look into all of the factors that kind of go into this, the creation of this culture where um, military sexual misconduct has become so endemic we saw in the 2015 report of course from Marie Deschamps, the notations that this has really become a this is a sexualized hostile culture that is right the way through the Canadian forces it talked about kind of how that culture flourishes and how it continues this report from the sense that we have right now is really going to look at some of those more contemporary conversations happening around the power dynamics what is the role of um, of, of, of again power in these relationships and take a really intersectional approach Approach to looking at um, how this connects with racism, with other systemic issues in the forces, but really focusing on the, how, how all of that factors into allowing sexual misconduct to continue.
2: You know, I know that uh, there's a lot of people saying, okay, do we really need another report? Do we have the time to waste on this? I mean, you, you mentioned the the report from uh, the Deschamps report from 2015 that led to Op Honor. There's still a lot of questions about why or why not. Uh, the recommendations from that were, were not put in place. So while that's going on this 12 to 15 months, Amanda, what is going to be d- d- happening inside the military to address change? I know that they... They have, have struck a new, um, uh, almost a, a new department that will be an uh, internal organization that's going to be led by a fairly high, a very high-ranking uh, female officer, Lieutenant General um, Jenny Carrigan.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so what we're looking at here is, again, um, in in kind of... Um, it's kind of a, a two-track system in a way, right? You have that review that is a bit more medium-term that we're watching for. And then you have the, the military uh, creating this new position as well, looking specifically at um, a new a new kind of entity to really try and streamline some of the, the ways that the, that the military has been trying to handle sexual misconduct so far. You mentioned Operation Honor there as well. Um, that, of course, is, is, is um, ending now, but there it, it, there's a lot of different kind of policies and initiatives and, and approaches to handling this, Within the military, And what we're hearing is that that new role really is going to try and bring all of that together in one one area and also kind of reflect the problems that we've heard from people who've come forward, that individual that that um, allegations against individuals and their their behavior in a personal context here. Really is not always, really, not even not always, is, is rarely taken into consideration in cases of promotion, for example. And so that speaks to that, that kind of ongoing conversation around how do you choose better leaders how do you make the not just the the kind of command in theater in a the combat area part of that but also looking at what kind of people are you promoting and how do you make sure that the people that you're raising up through the ranks are people who are not being accused of um, you know repeated allegations against them throughout their careers right that these red flags are being noted in those considerations and so again there's a lot of kind of questions about how long that will last that that new body in the military Um We don't really know that right now. We're hearing that the details of that will be kind of finalized within the next couple of weeks here as we see more about what she will do exactly.
2: You, you mentioned uh, talking about uh, leadership in the military. It was interesting to hear today from the uh, the acting uh, chief of defense staff, Lieutenant General Ayer, saying that all leaders have to buy in. We have to do this. And at all levels, leaders at all levels, just not the top levels, but all of the levels. So um, I, I thought that was a really important piece that he said. And I have been hearing that from, you know, survivor groups across the country as well, that it just, It can't be a top-down approach. It has to be almost a a bottom-up approach.
1: Absolutely, and that was certainly part of what we've heard from testimony before the House of Commons Committee is probing this, that there There are some who say that there's been in effect kind of a double standard where there is, uh, you had Operation Honor really looking at some of the, the, the lower ranks and kind of the rank and file in the military and their conduct, but you really didn't have any kind of comparable assessment or standards being applied to those who were in the senior ranks. And of course, we know that the conversations were happening that are happening right now are very much focused on that high level, um, st- the high, high level section misconduct allegations and the behavior of those who are right at the top. Before I let you go, uh, was
2: there anything uh, in the news conference today, or I guess specifically in the uh, the the question and answer segment afterwards, um, with the defense minister asking about who knew what and when when it comes to uh, the former chief of defense staff uh, Jonathan Vance? And uh, you know, because we're still trying to figure that out, the press continues to or the press is on, and by the press I mean the push is on to have Katie Telford uh, test, test. about what she knew what's the latest on that front Amanda
1: yeah, we're watching for that to happen tomorrow, as you mentioned. Uh, okay. The Conservatives will be putting a motion towards committee on Friday calling for Kitty Telford to come and testify. She, of course, being the chief of staff to Trudeau, really a key confidant to him who we've heard, uh, and, and we've heard that Telford did know about an allegation against fans in 2015. Uh, yeah. Unclear yet kind of what's going to happen there. We're hearing the NDP will support that. Um, unclear whether the bloc will, but we're seeing some indications there could be the numbers to put that forward, um, but certainly one that we're going to be watching very, closely
2: if it goes ahead yeah absolutely Amanda you've been on top of this along with Mercedes Stevenson uh, through all of that continue the great work and uh, we'll be uh, we'll be talking to you again in the future thanks for your time today thank you yeah you betcha Amanda Conley joining us this afternoon from Ottawa so um, you know this you'll remember started back in February when global news when Amanda and when Mercedes Stevenson broke the news about the allegations uh, against um, The former Chief of Defence Staff, Jonathan Vance, uh, his replacement stepped aside uh, less than a month later because of allegations um, surrounding him as well. There are questions about who knew what and when. Did the Defence Minister know about these allegations? Um, Did did the former government know about the allegations um, around Vance? before he was put in that position as as cds and were they investigated what happened and i think you know this is really twofold and i've been saying this all along uh chedville there is the 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 culture that uh, the military is now looking at changing and it's not going to be an easy one i mean culture just doesn't change like that it takes a very long time we've heard the plans today on how they plan on doing that and we'll have more reaction um you know throughout the day and probably tomorrow on 6 30 ched for from those who have been calling for that is this enough is it going to do it um you know do we actually need uh another review and i think the I think the question that, you know, people are like, oh, what's that going to cost? Um, You know, how long is it going to take? But on the other side of that, while that is going on, the military has created this new internal organization, right? Um, Lieutenant General Jenny Carrigan named as the new chief of professional conduct and culture. So it sounds like her work will start immediately on that front while this review is going Uh, so we'll watch how that unfolds but again the other side of this and it goes back to what we've talked about with government and and certainly uh the liberal government the trudeau government is who knew what when on all sorts of things, right? Um, Were um, important pieces of information being kept from uh, the Prime Minister's office? Were um, important pieces of information being kept from the Prime Minister? What did the Defence Minister know? You know, all of that. And that goes to a whole other topic when it comes to trust in government and trust in our leaders and what we can believe and what we can't believe. And I'm not just, you know, you know, coming out guns a blazing at the the Trudeau government, but I mean, if you look over the past number of years about uh, the controversies that have surrounded it, you've got to wonder about that information relaying system, Right. Um, now, I suspect that um, previous governments have had the same challenges, right? But we've certainly been aware of it over the past number of years.
1: But it is clear we have not lived up to our responsibility to protect members from misconduct. Over the past months, Canadians have heard from members affected by sexual trauma and sexual misconduct. They've shared their heart-wrenching accounts. To every member in the Canadian Armed Forces, to every person in the Department of National Defense who has been affected by sexual harassment and violence and felt that we were not there to support you, I'm truly sorry.
2: That was the Defence Minister, Harjit Sajjan, speaking earlier today at a news conference, and it was a news conference that we uh, found out about uh, this morning, and uh, there it was revealed that uh, he is launching an independent external review into sexual misconduct in the Canadian Armed Forces, and it will be led by former Supreme Court Justice Louise Arbour. At the same time, a new internal organisation led by... um, Lieutenant General Jenny Kerrigan will start work immediately. Um, She has been appointed the new chief of professional conduct and culture. So while um, the former Supreme Supreme Court justice uh, takes, they say, 12 to 15 months to do this external review, uh, the lieutenant general will start uh, immediate work on trying to, um, you know, change the culture to pivot to look at what's going on as well now the acting chief of defense staff is lieutenant general wayne eyre who by the way um you know has spent a lot of time out here in edmonton he was the commander of third canadian division uh, a few years back he spoke today as well saying that um they need to build uh better canadian armed forces and to do this they will listen And they
0: will learn a Canadian armed forces that is grounded in respect and dignity and that fully addresses the interconnected issues of sexual misconduct, racism, abuse of power and other forms of discrimination. Today is an important step towards change
2: an important step towards change uh, one of those steps includes as i mentioned this new chief of professional conduct and culture so this uh, announcement today a two-pronged approach the review and then this position and uh, general air uh, talked about this as well and uh, some of the work that the lieutenant
0: general will do chief of professional conduct and culture organization will work to unify our culture change efforts Under the command of Lieutenant General Carignan, they will harness the strength of all the defense team members who are working diligently to address these systemic issues. Understanding there is no silver bullet for culture change, this restructuring is only part of what will be a wider, comprehensive plan and deliberate effort. Looking outward, we must embrace the independent external comprehensive review and the accountability that it will bring. We have to welcome scrutiny with humility
2: and you're wondering about uh the lieutenant general's background as well she uh commanded the fifth combat engineer regiment uh she uh has held numerous uh positions including um missions abroad in bosnia in afghanistan she has um uh, she assumed in August of 2019, actually assumed command of the NATO mission in Iraq uh, as well. So she has been in the military for uh, a long time since 1986 and held numerous uh, positions. She's very well respected. In fact, her name uh, had been floated about on the periphery of a possible replacement at, at one point to Jonathan Vance. Um, General Air, also talking about um, the fact that, and, and again, and I have a lot of respect for, for General Air. I've, I've, I've spent time with him. I've had conversations with him and, and a lot of, uh, you know, the, the leaders that we are, are, are talking about. And you can say all the right words. You can say all of the right words. You can talk the talk, but you have to walk the walk. Actually, Angie, go to the next clip, number four. Um, You can talk the talk, but you have to walk the walk. When I mentioned earlier talking with Amanda uh, about General Air saying that leadership at all levels, all levels need to be involved. This is the clip I was talking about. This was a statement.
0: As we move forward, we will listen to those who have been affected. We will seek out and listen to external experts. We will learn from our experiences And we will act to rebuild a trusted, respectful, and effective institution that we and all Canadians can be proud of.
2: All right. So we'll see. We will continue to watch. We will continue to cover it right here on 630 Ched. And again, we will see what also happens at uh, the Defence Committee um, the, uh, hearing tomorrow as those uh, continue whether or not, on the other side of this, if Kate Telford, who is one of the uh, top advisors to the Prime Minister, will be called to testify if she does so about um, what she knew about um, allegations against... Um, the former cds jonathan vance and when boy oh boy it's uh it's a big ugly one it's a big ugly one